you got this fantasy in your head about, and you really ain't got the stomach for that. Now, man, I ain't putting you down. If it wasn't for you, I probably wouldn't be here. I'd be OD'd someplace. Just trying to make it real, baby, like it is. All right, welcome music listeners from all over the world to the third episode of Norify Podcast. On this podcast, we discuss music-related topics, but mostly hip-hop. So today, we are going to be doing something a little bit different. So, I asked you guys a few days ago, two days, three days ago specifically, on Twitter to give me some of your hottest takes on music, like anything music-related, and I was going to review these... uh, Hot takes on the podcast So we've got a bunch to go through I was supposed to have a guest on this episode But he couldn't make it So that's gonna be for next week But today I'm just gonna be writing solo Anyways So our first take is from At 7 Hip Hop So he says Pop Smoke has a flawless discography Now I love Pop Smoke But to say he has a flawless discography I mean depends what you mean by flawless Because if you mean like he doesn't have anything like below a 10 then you're just wrong man if you're saying he doesn't have a miss well i mean that kind of depends if you consider his latest album part of his discography or not because to me like i think a lot of people agree to this because i've been seeing it on my timeline whenever when that album came out when faith came out it's just like it just felt like a cash grab like there's so many features it's so bloated like some of his verses don't even feel finished you know they just don't fit well and I just think that the album just not it, you know. Uh, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't like great either. Uh, it was just it just felt like a cash grab, man. If you consider that part of the discography, then I don't think he really has a flawless discography. But if not, then he definitely has a solid discography for sure, man. And he had so much potential. Okay, so. Another second take we have from taking time underscore IG. So he says, I don't know if this is a hot take, but Forever is a mighty long time is a better double album than All Eyes on Me. Now this might be a bit, I don't know if this is a hot take necessarily. I mean, it might be a hot take to old heads. And it actually does, I mean, it's, a, it's not really talked about much, but I agree with him. I think Forever is a mighty long time is maybe the first or second best double hip-hop album it's between that and life after death but forever definitely has a case uh, all eyes on me is great but i think forever is a mighty long time is uh, better i just prefer over all eyes on me just more to me at least just i enjoy it way more than all eyes on me okay so the next take is from 404 user underscore gone he says slim shady is a slim shady lp is top one eminem now, I know this on like the surface you can be like, oh, this doesn't sound like a hot take, but it kind of actually is. Okay, so recently I haven't seen people talk about Slim Shady LP, and it feels like it's been, I say this, it's been, uh, like it's un- it's living under the shadows of his other albums, which is kind of weird to say because we're talking about Slim Shady LP. Like I've never seen him mentioned anymore. Like I feel like Slim Shady LP was replaced with Relapse lately. I barely see anyone talk about it. No one ever mentioned it. It's become probably Eminem's most underappreciated album. And while I don't know if hundred percent agree, I do think it has a case. And at some time, sometimes when I do listen to Slim Shady LP, I actually do believe it's his best. 
because for me it does feel like it's the most consistent uh, Eminem album release because for me at least on the Marshmallows LP there's a song or two I don't like same thing with the Eminem show but for Slim Shady LP it feels like it's just way more consistent and I don't think there's a song that I necessarily don't like on the album okay so the next take is from New Thundercat so he says Alchemist is a great producer but when he stays in his comfort zone his beats become incredibly repetitive and boring at times now when I first saw this take I was like bro you're kind of tripping like I feel I thought that was a kind of a bad take but the more I think about it the more it kind of makes sense and the more I think he might be actually onto something here like Alchemist he does have different sounds and I agree with him like when he does stick to his comfort zone uh, or when he sticks to his like one sound his music does kind of become repetitive and it's not something I see often with him but when it does happen you can kind of feel like it is just the same thing in a way over and over again so and to an extent I do agree and I don't know if this is a hot considered a hot take or not because I never see this ever mentioned before because I never even thought about it myself and I'm it's coming from a big Alchemist fan but he, he might have a point he honestly might have a point okay so we got another take we got three takes from uh, Yesterday's Gone so the first one is Savage Moors 2 the best rap album of all time Mm, I don't agree with that. I respect it, and I guess it is somewhat, somewhat of a hot take, but Savage Mode 2 is amazing. I love it. Uh, it's one of the best, if not the best trap album, actually, that came this decade so far. But saying it's the best trap album of all time, I mean, it, it kind of does have a case because it's definitely one of the best produced trap albums of all time. But I don't think it's even 21 Savage's best album because to me, um, without warning, is top three trap. And it's definitely his best if we want to count that. But saying Savage Mode 2 is the best trap album of all time isn't too hot of a take, but it's a great, it's not a bad take either, you know? So his next take was Orpheus First of Sirens is the best album of last decade. Mm, I don't think this is a bad take either. It is somewhat of a hot take because in order to say last decade best albums, you people usually just think of my beautiful dark twisted fantasy or T-Pab or all these albums, you know. But no one ever mentions Orpheus vs the Sirens. Well, I don't agree because I don't even think it's uh, cause best because I do personally think that Honor Kill the Samurai is probably maybe maybe the best rap album to come out of last decade or the second to at least top three you know and it's orpheus vs the sirens is top five 2018 so it's not a bad take and i love to see orpheus vs the sirens uh praise okay so his third take is liquid source is the best who album mm, i don't necessarily agree it's not a hot take i'm pretty sure a lot of people on twitter will agree with this but i personally don't agree I do think that only built for Cuban links is better than Liquid Swords. It's really close. Like I think Liquid Swords is probably the second or third best Wu Tang album. Um, but only built for Cuban links is my favorite '90s album. It's my, in my opinion, the best produced '90s album. Both of them have a case for being the best Wu Tang album, but in my opinion, I think I'm gonna go with only built for Cuban links. Okay, so the next take we got is from Ganjidi Season sorry if i butchered your name so he says revival is better than the eminem show now i think he's trolling because i really don't buy this but revival is nowhere near the eminem show and it's like it's just disrespectful to even compare them 
so we got another take i'm not gonna mention the name because i don't want him to get slandered <laughs> he says eminem doesn't have an album above a six <clears throat> i mean you can't if you told me he doesn't have like if you move his first three and you told me that he doesn't have anything above a six then i'd say okay sure but you can't tell me that the slim shady lp or the marshall mathers lp or the eminem show are anything below a six or but like they're, they're at least at least an eight come on man but yeah that's i mean i don't know how hard of a take that is because on twitter you can it's very common to see i mean i'm slander so i'm pretty sure a lot of people will agree with you right there okay so the next take is from certified gamer boy and he says good kid mad city is better than two pimpa butterfly no i don't agree with this take but this is definitely not a hot take. I've seen this way too many times. A lot of people like Good Kid more than Butterfly. They love the production more. They think it's more simple. They just love, like they think that uh, Sing About Me, I'm Dying of Thirst is probably better than any song on Butterfly. I just don't see it. Does that mean it's a hot take? Not really. I've seen it a lot, but yeah. So the next take we got is from talk is cheap 777 and he says the first savage mode is kind of boring and the second one is a lot better i don't know i think this is somewhat of a hot take but i do 100 percent agree with him because i remember when savage mode 2 was announced i was like okay let me listen to savage mode 1 and well i don't think it's bad it's just it is kind of boring in my opinion but that is not a bad necessarily a bad thing you know you might ask me why is it not a bad thing it's because you can really see how much uh, metro Boomin and 21 savage improved both as a rapper and a producer you know like you can tell that they've evolved and got so much better with time like it's not even it's so crazy like savage like um not savage mode 21 savage went from this rapper that sounded somewhat dead on his tracks to someone that brings so much energy and so much like great vibes on his music i just think that savage mode one well isn't the greatest i think it really shows his improvement as a rapper anyways so we got um next take is from daniel underscore rap underscore fan and he says i know this is a hot take but i find freddie gibbs a lot more enjoyable than mf doom i know he has a very impressive vocabulary but for whatever reason i can't get into his music but i have a lot of respect for what he's done for hip-hop and he's very talented rest in peace now, when you say that you prefer Freddie Gibbs over MF Doom, that's not really a hot take because that's just personal preference. That's just all subjective at the end of the day, you know? So if you say that Freddie Gibbs, you enjoy him more, that's, I don't really consider that a hot take. But you saying that you don't, you're still, his music just hasn't clicked with you, basically, is something very normal. Uh, a lot of people go through that. Uh, MF Doom's music, I guess, isn't for everyone. You know, it might take you a bit of time for it, like for the music to grow on you, like it did with me, at least. But um, at least, like you know, the thing I respect about you is that you're respecting Doom. Like, okay, you might not like his music, but you still show respect to Doom, which is uh, really nice. Something that isn't really common. Like sometimes, like I just like you can't praise an artist that you don't like. That's fair. Like you can do it. Like if you don't like someone, you can't. You, you could still acknowledge them as legend in hip-hop just like mf doom that's something i don't see often which is really nice man anyway so next we got earl intern and he says spoken word is the best hip-hop subgenre." so i was a bit confused on what he meant by spoken word uh and i i asked him if he meant like rappers like khan and earl sweatshirt and he said yes that's what he meant 
and honestly i don't even know that was a subgenre and if it is a subgenre then it actually might be the best subgenre uh, i love these rappers Earl sweatshirt uh, mike uh, navy blue i think he, i don't know if he counts uh, ka i love all these rappers they've brought nothing but great albums and then a lot of people will be like, oh, they're just talking, they're just talking, they're just, just speaking words. Like, no, shut up. That's not what it is. It just, it just hits different, man. I don't know. Uh, I think this is a hot take. I think a lot of people would, would fucking disagree with this. But um, I, I agree. I think it, you might have a point there. Anyways, moving to the next take is from Alma Hasla. And he says, the Beatles are overrated. Pink Floyd is are massively underrated. No, the Beatles are overrated is, I guess if you say this out like outside of hip-hop Twitter, then yeah, this is this would be a very, very hot take and very controversial. But on Twitter, this is very, very common. Like, everyone hates on the Beatles. Well, I don't hate the Beatles. I really like their music. I don't listen to it often. But I do think that they are really overrated. I don't get, like... Like, I lo- like, like their music is good but I just don't see why people love them so much you know so I think I agree with you on that but saying Pink Floyd are massively underrated that is that is just wrong dude like how how are they underrated everyone outside of Twitter knows who Pink Floyd are and they, they're very very known like band and everyone loves them even on Twitter, everyone, like, a lot of people talk about them. And Wish You Were Here is one of the most talked about albums on Twitter. Like, non-hip-hop albums. So, I don't really see how the Pink Floyd are underrated. Like, by who? Who underrates hip-hop Twitter? Like, if hip-hop Twitter talks about them in real life, talk, like, people in real life talk about them, then how are they underrated, you know? That just doesn't make any sense to me. I think they are perfectly rated. They are a great band. Wish You Were Here is in my top 10 favorite albums of all time. They're, they're amazing, I don't really see how they're underrated, even on fucking Rachel Music, they are, like, they have a lot of albums in the top 50, man, so I don't know how they're massively underrated, you know, anyways, so we got, now we'll move on to the next take, we got, uh, W, Wandre, <laughs> 3005, so he has three different takes, so he says, Jimi Hendrix is the GOAT, okay, so, I love this take, I don't necessarily agree that he is the GOAT, but he is the GOAT guitar player, in my opinion. And while I don't think this is a really hot take, because I'm pretty sure a lot of people would agree with him, I do think Jimi Hendrix is at least top 10 of all time, and he's in my personal top, favorite top 10 artist of all time. It just sucks that he passed away so early, you know? Okay, so his next take is Sean Price is top 10 of all time. Now, if you, like, watched the last episode of the podcast with uh, Dobson, then you know that I respect uh, Sean Price and I think he's a legend. He's will always be an underground legend. But saying Sean Price is top 10 of all time, that's definitely a very bold claim and very hot take that I definitely disagree with. Like, look, I love Sean Price, but top 10 is way too high. Like, I, I, like yeah, he has the charisma, yes, he has the, like, the energy that he brings to the tracks, but what does he do like there are at least at least 10 rappers that does everything he does but much better like there are there are better lyricists there are better deliveries there are better discographies there are better like everything you know like i love him but i don't really necessarily agree but i love to see sean price uh praise so it's a w from me anyway so his third take is mf doom is number one rapper now while i disagree with this 
and I don't really think this is a hot take. Maybe outside of Twitter it is, but on Twitter this is kind of a cold take because a lot of people would agree with you. But while I don't necessarily agree, I love MF Doom and he's in my top 5, maybe I'd even say in my top 3, and he's in my top 5 favorite artists, not just rappers. So I don't agree with you, but I love this take and I respect this take, so I'm not mad at it at all. So moving on to the next take, we got Average Music Guy says Elmatic is a 7. How? Please explain to me how an album like that is Elmatic is a 7. How could it be a 7? That just doesn't make sense. How can an album with NY State of Mind, an album with Represent, an album that with what's it called Life's a Bitch be a 7? Like NY State of Mind alone. If the, if the album is so garbage and there's only one in my state of mind that's actually the great, like the only song that's there, the album would at least be an 8. Even if the whole album is garbage. <laughs> I'm sorry, that is kind of a hot take. I disagree with it. But I'm, I'm not mad at it. If you think that it's a 7, then it's a 7. I mean, it's still a positive score at the end of the day. <sighs> Anyways, moving on. Next, we got Rip by Cardi, and he has a few takes. So, first one is Cardi has three tens no i highly disagree self-titled is i prefer not to speak on self-titled because i just don't like the album much or the mixtape i think i kind of find it very boring especially compared to his other work dial it is amazing i love it while i don't have it as a 10 i respect it i have it as a 9 i don't think it's a 10 though could have been a 10 if it was a bit shorter same thing with whole lot of red I think Hollywood has the poten- had the potential to be the best trap album if it was a bit shorter. Like I have a playlist with um, a few songs out, and the album's like four to six minutes, and I think it's way better than having a fucking hour of Hollywood because I feel like there's just a few songs that are filler. I don't agree with it. I kind of respect it, but yeah. So he says Kanye after 2010 is whack. That is just a big fat no. You know what, I'm gonna read the next one because they kind of mesh well together. So, The Life of Pablo is a 5 out of 10. You are just wrong, my guy. That's just straight garbage. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't. This steak is huge. Like trash. Fucking trash. Because I don't understand why people say Kanye is garbage in the 2010s when he dropped My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. He dropped Jesus. He dropped The Life of Pablo. Ye and Kitsy Ghost. Yeah, I know this. It's like Ye and Jesus are very controversial. But I think Ye has aged like fine wine. I didn't like it at first. I thought it was his weakest album or second weakest after Jesus is King. I now think it's fucking amazing. Jesus is a masterpiece. I literally made a whole fucking thread explaining the, the concept of Jesus. I love Jesus. I love the energy of Jesus. I love the concept, the themes, the story that's being told. I love everything about it. Life of Paolo being a 5 out of 10 is just strong, man. You can't, ha- like an album with no more parties in LA, Ultralight Beam. Saint Pablo, What Father Stretched My Hands, Part One and Part Two can be a fucking five out of ten, man. Like that's just wrong. Anyways, so he says the next take from him is Flower Boy is fifth best Tyler. Yeah, you're on a L streak here, buddy. <laughs> How? No, just just. Oh man, Flower Boy is an amazing album. Definitely better than any of his previous projects that was before. 
like I don't like any of his projects before Flower Boy. Flower Boy is amazing and it's easily top three Tyler. That's not that shouldn't even be a debate. Anyways, so his next uh, take is Conway on the Cow is the best feature of all time. I'm gonna give this another L. I don't like I don't think it's a bad take. It's probably the best take still here. I think Conway on the Cow was easily one of the best features of last decade, but it's not even the best. It's top 10 last decade, but saying it's the best of all time is a bit of a stretch because last remember last decade we got we cross on Devil New Dress, we got Andre on 16 and Andre on Solar Prize. Uh, we also got who else? We got a lot of fucking amazing features last decade. We got a lot of Black Thought features, we got Andre on a lot of features. I still think Conway is amazing. We got Nikki on Monster. We got Capital Steez on um, what's it called? Survival Tactics. Yeah, so I don't think Conway's feature is the best, but it's definitely up there. Anyways, moving on to his next uh, take West Side Gun has one of the best discographies in hip hop, and that is a huge W, man. I definitely agree. I think West Side Gun easily has one of the best discographies in hip hop. The man has Fly God under his name, he has Supreme Blindtel, he has the Hitler Wear Hermes series, he has a shit ton of great albums under his belt, and he's still not even done yet. We're still, we still might be getting Hitler Wears Hermes 8 this week. Why I say might is because it might be delayed, like, because he's not finished yet. Anyways. I definitely agree, uh, West Side Gun definitely has one of the best discographies in hip-hop and he definitely has the best discography in Griselda, shouldn't be a debate. Polo G is actually quite good, mm, but this is a bit controversial for me because I don't like Polo G, not because I don't think he's talented, I definitely think the potential is definitely there, but I just find him very boring. Um, he's just very repetitive with his sound i feel like like when he wants to rap rap like bloody canvas for example or the song that dropped uh, this year with that um soundtrack album i think when he has good production and he actually wants to like rap rap i think he can be amazing he can do really well he has like a lot of potential i just think he doesn't know how to execute albums very well and yeah i think he does he is he is good like technically like as a rapper he is good he just lacks the production and like the album curation skills anyways last take from him is after hours is a three now i do think after hours is very overrated on twitter it's a great album but it's just like your basic uh, r&b hits you know nothing really like out of the ordinary but saying as a three is way too harsh my guy i like i i do like seeing it being slandered a bit but not a three man come on like that's way too low anyways i'm just gonna move on from the these these takes thank you for your takes ripped by cardi but i only like i only agree with like maybe one or two of these anyways so we got next take is from 40 stands kanye and he says kendrick lamar is already the greatest rapper ever oh boy here we go okay so Kendrick Lamar is not the greatest rapper ever. He's not even top 10 in my opinion. It's way too early for him to be the greatest rapper of all time. Like, if you told me he's top 10, then I'd be like, yeah, sure, that's fine. But saying he's the greatest rapper ever, how? How is he the greatest? In what way is he the greatest rapper ever? He's not the greatest lyricist. He doesn't have the best flow. He does have one of the best deliveries, I'll give him that. But even then, he's, I still do think there's like two, three rappers better. He doesn't have the influence. Like, I don't think he has a discography to back it up. He just, like, again, I've said this on Twitter many, many times before. 
I think Kendrick Lamar needs more time, more projects, because you can't just claim he's the greatest rapper of all time when rappers like Jay-Z exist, when rappers like Nas exist, when rappers like Scarface exist. When, like, you know, there's so many rappers that are contender for being the greatest rapper of all time, and Kendrick isn't one of these, at least not yet. Anyways, moving on to his next uh, take, he says Kanye is the greatest artist ever, but Bowie's the GOAT in any other genre other than rap. Honestly, I agree with this. I definitely 100% agree with this. I think b both of them are my GOATs, in my opinion. They are both the greatest artists of all time. David Bowie's my favorite artist. Kanye's my favorite rapper, as in, like, artist, rap artist. And I kind of agree with him. So his next take is the 2010s was a better decade for rap than 90s. I disagree with you heavily. I love the 10s, but 90s I think is undefeated when it comes to hip hop albums. Like as much as I love the 10s, that I always like just think about it. In the 90s we got it was written, Elmatic, Ready to Die, Reasonable Doubt, Only Bit for Cuban Links. Um, we got. Italians, we got Aquemini, we got so many classics, Eldolf Half-Life, uh, we got so too many classics, you know, compared to the 2010s, I think the 90s is definitely better though, like, I think it's, I mean it is somewhat of a hot take to say the 10s is better, but it's not as hot as you think it is, especially not on Twitter. Okay, so moving on to Mac intern, he says Pinata is top one hip hop. He has three takes, by the way. So he says the first take is Pinata is top one hip hop. I disagree. I love Pinata. It's great, but it's not the even the best from last decade. Let alone top one hip hop of all time. It is the best album to come up from the year, but I think there's a few better from last decade, let alone from all time. But I don't think it's kind of a hot take, I guess. But I disagree. Anyways, he says next take is Brockhampton has greater than Wu-Tang in terms of discography and this is just a big, big fat no. Like, I didn't even listen to, like, Brockhampton's entire discography. I listened to the the trilogy, like, the Saturation Trilogy, and none of the tr Saturation Trilogy touches Wu-Tang's top five. I'm sorry. That's just one of the worst takes I've ever seen on this app. It's not from you, I've seen this before. Like, stop comparing Brockhampton to Wu-Tang because they are not even close. They're not even the same conversation, man. Come on. Anyways, he says next take is Billy Woods is his top one hip-hop lyricist. No, not when Lupe Fiasco exists, not when Nas exists, not when Elzai exists. I do think Billy Woods is up there with the greatest, at least top 10 lyricists, but saying he's top one is just, no. Not when Lupe exists. Lupe is definitely, definitely the greatest uh, he's definitely the top one lyricist in hip-hop. That's not even debatable in my opinion Anyways, so we got to the next take from Underscore underscore Nadav underscore underscore. I hope I didn't put your name He says my beautiful dark twisted fantasy has incredible highs But honestly the second half of the album falls very short for me with a lot of tracks being overly long and pretty weak Sometimes the album is too ambitious for its own good like on all of the lights Which just feels like a mess not top five Kanye seven and a half to eight out of ten in my opinion I hate this take. I love my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Uh, I don't understand how why the hate get why get so much hate for the second half. The second half is amazing. You got hell of a life. Lost in the world. Lost in the world is one of the best on the album. Blame game, which I think is the weakest song, but still amazing. I don't think the album is 
too long some of the songs i feel like i think maybe i think what he's talking about is runaway i already explained why runaway well i didn't explain why Runaway is long but i do have explanation why that song is so long i think the album is amazing great concept uh overall i think it's a great album i don't get the hate for it i think it's amazing saying it's not top five kanye is a bit too far but it's not really hard to hot take because a lot of people agree on that that it's very overrated and did not age well anyways so we got next take from roof of the prop okay i'm just gonna say ape i'm not gonna spell the whole thing so ape says that the roots are the most versatile hip-hop act of all time the best as well mm, that depends what you mean by versatile because i don't necessarily agree with versatile if i say versatility i think of as a group or in front of dual counts that i think of outcast or a tribe called quest more than the roots but i don't think that's a bad take shouldn't be a hot take and do i agree that it's the best hip-hop act of all time no but if you say that it is then i definitely respect it i don't think that's a bad take and it's not a bad it's a good take good take overall so moving on, we got Can't Ar- Can't Guard Rio. He says Radio had the greatest band of all time, and I can't see anybody anybody topping them. Okay, so I'm very gonna be very biased here because Radiohead is my favorite band, and I'm going to have to agree with him. Radio, I've ne- I've still yet to hear discography from any band that is as good as Radiohead. The music they make is just out of this fucking world, man. The way they innovate, the way they work, the music itself is just fucking phenomenal. Their discography is almost flawless. Their top four is probably unmatched by any band I've heard so far. Everything about the band is just amazing. I do have to agree with him. So moving on, we got Ahmak is a 10, which is all my hardcore combos is a 10. That's his name. So it says Dark, Dark Lane Demo Tapes is a 10 and Drake's best. No, it's not a 10. It's probably Drake's second worst or third worst. I think it's a great uh, mixtape. I don't get the hate it gets. I think it's really solid. It has great albums, classic. Like there's, there's, there are, A lot of them are going to be timeless Drake classic songs. But saying it's a 10 and Drake's best is just disrespectful to Drake's discography, man. Anyway, he said, also says Cherry Bomb is a 10 and Tyler's third best. Cherry Bomb is a bad album. I hate it so much. Definitely not a 10. Definitely not Tyler's third best. Easily his worst album that I've heard so far. Moving on, his third take is JPEG Mafia is the greatest producer of all time. And I heavily disagree. I do not think JPEG Mafia is even top 20 uh, for hip-hop producers. Although I do love JPEG Mafia. I think he's great. Uh, I love his music. But I don't think he's top 20. There's just way too many good producers, man, to, to have him in top 20, but I, I don't think it's a horrible take. It is kind of a hot take, though. Moving on, we got uh, Chedi. He says, Kid C Ghost is Kanye's best and only 10. I disagree with both takes. It's definitely not his only 10, and it's definitely not his best album, but I don't, I'm not mad at it because I think Kid C Ghost is a fucking masterpiece. The conceptually, uh, production-wise, everything about it is just amazing, and I don't agree, but I think it's not a bad take either. Moving on, we got little Tracy Stan. He says, Young Thug is better than Nas. Better at what, though? He's definitely not a better rapper. He doesn't have the better discography. He, Nas, for the most part, does almost everything better, although I'm a huge Thug fan. 
but Nas is more influential. He has the better discography, the better rapper, better flow, better everything basically. Just gonna move on from this because yeah. So moving on, we got hip hop discussions. He says, um, Cone concert is better than concert in Japan. Oh my god, yes, 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 and yes. I didn't even read this before. I agree, 100%. Cone concert is my favorite jazz album. I definitely think it's better than concert in Japan. Uh, concert in Japan is definitely top five. Um, what's his name? It's definitely top five Coltrane. I just don't I, like. Um, Calm Concert is just probably the best live album I've heard. Clips is as good as Outcast. I disagree with this. I think Outcast kind of wipe. I love Clips, but Outcast does almost every single thing better. And I taking Outcast three albums on like from Atelians to Stankonia over any over Hell and Hath No Fury or any like clips album the next take is from him is says the black album is better than reasonable doubt which i 100 percent agree with um the reasonable doubt is always like classic and one of the best albums of all time when it comes to hip-hop but the black album just feels more consistent better produced well maybe not better rapping performance but it's definitely on par in my opinion Okay, so moving on, we got Mad Kid Good City. He says the Blueprint is overrated and not top three Hove album. Reasonable Doubt, the Black Album, and 44, 444 all clear. I disagree with this. They're not clear. I think the Blueprint is definitely better than 444. But I don't know, man. I don't think the Blueprint is overrated. I feel like it's becoming more underrated than anything because no one talks about it. And when they do, a lot of people hate on it for some reason. I think it's a classic, amazing album. I very disagree with you. Anyways. Okay, so next on is take is from Vince. Vince says ASAP Rocky is top 5 rapper ever and the best rapper of the 2010s and shouldn't be hot to say this. This is a hot take. He's definitely not the top 5 rappers of all time. Definitely not top 5 last decade. Not even top 10 for me in my opinion. He only has 4 albums, not enough projects, and I don't think he really brings anything special. Like, yes, he has great flow sometimes, but other than that, I really don't think that he's... Like, there are other way more rappers from last decade alone that do what Rocky does, but much better, you know? I still love Rocky. Uh, At Long Last ASAP is amazing. One of my favorite albums of last decade. But I heavily disagree. So moving on, we got Pretty Pretty 9. He says, Relapse is garbage. The tracklist is bloated. Eminem's delivery is annoying. And the horrorcore edge to the album wears then only a few tracks in. This is a very hot take. And I appreciate his bravery because this is exactly how I feel about the album. But I never really mentioned it because Eminem's stands will probably kill me for this. But I 100% agree with him. Um, I don't think it's complete garbage. The tracklist is bloated, it's way too long, some of the tracks stretch a bit too much. His delivery is kind of annoying, I really don't like the accent thing, it just gets boring after a while. And the horrorcore feel is just not my thing, I guess. Probably that's probably why I don't like the album, but I do kind of agree with him. But there are a few tracks that I really like from the album, like um, Deja Vu. But yeah, moving on to Space Pope Reviews, he says, The 80s was the best decade for contemporary music. Mm, I don't know if I agree with that. I think I'm going to go with the 70s. 
I'm not sure about that. I'm I don't know. Actually, never mind. I'm not gonna talk about that because I'm not 100 percent sure. Anyways, moving on. He says also says Jesus is Kanye's second best album. I don't think it's his second best. I think it's his third best. But I love seeing Jesus praise. And saying it's his second best is a good take. The off season is the best hip hop album of 2021. This is not a hot take, but I definitely, definitely disagree because I don't really think it's top 20 hip hop this year. Not trying to hate on anything, I just didn't find the offseason anything special. Like, if you only listen to mainstream hip hop, then you'd probably agree with this, but if you were into underground hip hop, you'd know that there's a lot of great hip hop records that came out this year that are, in my opinion at least, much better than the offseason. Which I think still is a solid album. Anyways, so moving on, we got. Uh, right by Earl, he says Kid Cudi is the best artist of all time. You're just setting him up for slander. I mean, man, come on. Kid Cudi is not definitely not the best um, or the greatest artist of all time. He doesn't have like he has influence, yeah, but he doesn't have the discography to back it up. He doesn't have the longevity. He doesn't have the impact, in my opinion. Uh, I love Cudi, but that's just big fat no from me it is kind of a hot take but yeah that's always what we're looking for radiohead is a boring band like you know just no man you can't just say kid cuddy is the greatest art of all time then just say radiohead is a boring band radiohead is easily one of the best bands of all time this should be a cold cold take man to say that they are one of the greatest bands of all time but saying they're boring that's just a really hot take man i definitely disagree with it moving on he says drake doesn't have anything above a seven Again, that is just strong. You, you, like he has, you can't say that he doesn't have anything above a seven. When take care, nothing was the same. If you're reading this, is too late. Um, views, yes, I don't care. I love views. Exist. These are all easily above a seven. Okay, moving on. He says the off season was this year's worst album so far. I disagree with you there. I think that uh, Hall of Fame, either Hall of Fame or What's that thunder album? Slime Language 2 were both probably the worst albums I've heard this year. Uh, I don't think the offseason was, wasn't bad, definitely not bad, but uh, that's kind of a hot take, I guess, which we're looking for. Moving on to the last takes from the man himself, Jimmy. If you know Twitter, if you're on Twitter, you know who Jimmy is. Okay, so he says, The Strokes are boring band. Only non-bad album is Is This It? I heavily disagree. The new Abnormal is fucking amazing. Is This It is amazing. Their second album was great. I haven't listened to their other projects, but these three albums are fucking phenomenal, man. If Dream Gang was a band, there was there. If Dream Gang was a band, they're the best band easily. I'm not gonna talk about that. <laughs> he says Drake is better than Kanye. I definitely disagree. He does almost nothing better than Kanye. Kanye does almost every single thing better and ranks much higher on a gold list. Young boy comfortably outranks Eminem. Yeah, I'm just gonna end it there, man. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed <laughs> the hot takes. Hopefully, I'll be making more of these if you guys do enjoy them. Uh, if you did, uh, let me know on Twitter. Uh, follow me there. My username is nor underscore mcc. Uh, follow me there. Let me know your feedback. If you guys want another episode, I'll happily make one. This was really fun to do. Hope you all enjoyed. And yeah, that's gonna be it for today. Um, let's wrap it up. And um, if you guys enjoyed, hope you guys follow me. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow me on Spotify whenever the fucking uh, podcast is out there. And yeah, that's it. 
Thank you guys for joining me, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye-bye.